You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn, our vet is here from Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray. You're welcome, Pete. Good morning to you. Good morning. And it looks like your whole world is going to be changing, okay? Uh, as, yeah, the whole world of uh, animals and uh, the interaction with humans, because I want to ask you about this. Scientists have created the first human-pig hybrids, that is, human-dash-pig um, hybrids. So we've got a human and a pig sort of together in a breakthrough which could pave the way for doctors to grow an unlimited supply of organs for transplants. Uh, there is a shortage of organs like livers, etc. And this is a way they feel uh, that it could be done that you would grow human livers inside pigs. What do you think? I think it's appalling. It's a dreadful idea. But not only is it an idea, they've actually done this in the States now. They spent four years doing it. They used 1,500 pig embryos and they got stem cells from 40 different people. And what they were doing is they were basically um, going into the, the genome of the pig embryos. They were using a technique called CRISPR technology. And this is, this is something which has become very common in genetic engineering in recent years. They used CRISPR um, technology to, to basically insert um, DNA from the human stem cells into the pig embryos. And they, they try to do that in such a specific way that, that the, 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 the hybrid will look and be like a pig, except that the liver um, won't be um, rejected by human immune systems. In other words, it'll be a human-type liver, but inside a pig. And does this cause any distress to a pig? It doesn't cause distress to the pig at per se, other okay. than when the pig is killed to have its um, liver removed to be used by a human. But the whole concept blurs the edges of what is human. So what you're going to end up with is, you can imagine ghettos filled with creatures who are half human and half pig, who are there for the sole function of producing their organs that we um, superior humans can use for ourselves when our organs fail. So we can perhaps live forever using um, tissue. Now hold farms. on, that's all live forever and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> the basic situation is that uh, I needed a liver, just put it into my case, I needed a liver, they can't find one, they can't find a suitable donor. I've got, I'm on a countdown to oblivion here and here is a technique that does no harm to the animal itself because you said there's no distress to the animal and just the animal um, grows in the normal way but it has a liver that can be used so the animal is slaughtered just the, the same way as pork and bacon is achieved and they take the liver and they put it into a human. Now what can possibly be wrong with that? <laughs> it's just going too far. It's going way too far. How so, far? Where, where's so, the line so, that you would have? Okay, so what you're, what you're saying is you're saying that these human-pig hybrids are they're just pigs really. But what if um, accidentally unbeknownst to the researchers the bit of gene they spliced in also happens to give these hybrids the capacity to think like humans perhaps even to talk like humans what happens if we create people who are now using i mean they're saying it's just the liver's immune system that's a, that's been altered but how do they know that it's basically it's the, the old law of unintended consequences um i mean i think the whole issue of experiments on animals is complex um we don't experiment on humans, do we? 
Because yeah, we but just people take trials with consent. People volunteer for trials, but we otherwise we don't just you know use criminals or whatever to to test different techniques and so on. But we do test an animals. So this is moral and, and ethical as you see it. I see it as a really big moral and ethical issue, and I, I think it's it's but, gone but, past but what's on, safe. But yet you say that animal experimentation is a complex area. I said it's very complex. Well, I, but I, it's either yes or no. You no, you, you do it or you don't. I, I don't. I think I think it's it's a, a qualified yes occasionally. I, I think you wouldn't want to stop some of the progress in medical science. But there's an awful lot of animal experiments go on that are just done to tick boxes on forms because the regulator says you have to experiment on 10,000 mice um, to show that it's not toxic. When if you'd actually looked at all the research in libraries that had been done before, you'd know for a fact that it was perfectly safe in mice already. Or you'd know for a fact that um, even if it is a bit toxic in mice, well, it's not going to be toxic in humans because there's no correlation because they've got different enzyme systems. Um, but, be, but despite you knowing those things, um, the fact remains that to get the products in the market, you have to tick all the boxes in this form. Because if a vegan was dying in hospital or something and there was some wonder drug that could be used, but the unfortunate thing was it was tested on an animal, they would have a dilemma whether they were going to die or, or use the uh, tested uh, medicine. Isn't that right? Would, they would. And I, I'm sure vegans have lots of dilemmas. I sound like, like Donald that. Trump with all these uh, arguments. But anyway, that's the... But that's the... the uh, dilemma that somebody might have about it. But if safeguards are, are put in in order to grow a liver that's suitable for a human rather than you thinking that it's it's a, a human liver it's a pig liver that's suitable for humans was growing in the pig. Surely I think with a, safeguards a, that is fine. At a, at a very simple level um, I can see that the argument could be well it's no worse than eating bacon I mean, you're, you're taking a liver out and you're not cooking it, you're using it for somebody else. You could say, well, that's just marvellous. But it's this, it's the whole concept of a human-pig hybrid. It's real science fiction stuff and um, the scientists may think they know what they're doing, but this really is um, stuff that's at the edge of science and it's very new and I think that the risk of complications, um, as I say, with, with creatures being produced who are too human for our own comfort. That's what the big risk is that I see. Um, it's very hard, isn't it? It's, it? it's tempting just to say, um, I'll go on so far, go on so far, go on so far, and then stop at some point. But when you get to the edges like this, at what point do you say stop? At what point do you say, no, this is too, too risky, we're too close to messing with the very essence of human consciousness and life, and we're just... We're not going to go that far. I think the term human-pig hybrid says it all, really, and I just think we should say but stop. But that's probably the Daily Mail or something. It's the Irish Independent. It's well, then they're... reputable paper. They're <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's from the Daily Telegraph. Oh, is it? Oh, well, there you go. Better again. <laughs> well, there you go. It's another um, Tory paper, I suppose. But anyway, that's, that's all I can scrape into it. But it's uh, very well-written articles, and they usually have um, good headlines, all right. Mm. And I know that that probably sums it all, but it invokes the reaction that you're mm. saying. Um, I... I, I think that we need to do a lot of thinking before going that far, certainly, at the very least. I mean, can you imagine the, the vista, this, this idea, it's like a science fiction novel of, of a, another class of being being created. Um, 
there's, there's some very good science fiction novels being written about this very stuff. And, um, you know, um, when does life start to matter? When does it, when does it, when does it become um, so important that we decide, no, we're not going to tamper with it? And I think human-pig hybrids is one of those places where we just... Well, there are some uh, religions that don't like blood transfusions and things. So, yeah, I yeah. mean... And the people people say you shouldn't be having a, other people's organs inside you, even if they they help you. So, mm. where where do you stop at this? I don't know. I think you need a very wise committee of people <laughs> to look at it. <laughs> but, but, I, but I prefer different ways of of dealing with an organ shortage. Isn't there talk in Ireland that they're going to make it that you're by default an organ donor? Um, so, in other words, you have to sign a form or sign a card, carry a card, if you don't want your organs to be donated, rather than if you do. I think that's a far more constructive way forwards. In other words, increase the supply of human organs, which are there, and they're better than any... The science is there. Just cause the, the science, science is, has there, is there now. Just because science is there doesn't mean you need to do it. What about stem cells, then? What about stem cells? Yeah, use those as a different alter alternative method. Yeah, I mean, I think if you use stem cells to grow tissue in the laboratory, I think that's fine. Yeah, because yeah. stem cells are cells, they're not consciousness. Okay, ten years ago, a headline in a similar newspaper saying, using stem cells in Frankenstein way to uh, create organs. That would have been the headline, but everybody's used to it now and you're even conceding it. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd always have conceded that. No, nothing wrong. I mean, stem cells are simply... You can take stem cells from any adult. It used to be you had to sacrifice an embryo to get stem cells. Now, that's changed. They've now got stem cells from other sources. So it's, it's far less controversial for that reason. Um, and... Um, it's it's the, the the fact that you're creating a new species. That's the bit that gets. You're me. not. You're, yes, you it's are. a pig. A human pig hybrid. It's a it's, new species. Yeah, that's the headline. It's a pig <laughs> with with an organ that can be used in a human. It doesn't no. have the rejection um, proponents that no, a the, pig uh, liver would have. It's a new species. The pig's DNA is a combination of human DNA and pig DNA. So it's a new species. <laughs> what about genetically modified food anyway? Would you be into that, no? No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. There's a big study being done recently, actually, of dog food, the effect of dog food on animals' immune status. And they've proven in this big study that um, organically based um, ingredients, in other words, with no input at all from antibiotics, pesticides, and all those things, that animals that are fed on that type of diet... Are, um, have much lower levels of stress hormones in their bloodstream compared to animals fed on You standards. like those sort of ones because it suits your point of view. Well, it's a good study, yeah, yeah. I have to concede. But now, it's a proper study. These are proper scientists. They're not just charlatans selling snake oil. If your former um, Prime Minister, and I say former, Theresa May, because you haven't lived in the United Kingdom for, what, 25 <laughs> years or something, uh, does a deal uh, with food with Donald Trump today, because they're leaving the EU, there's going to be genetically modified foods, surely, I have no proof of this at all, but my view is that they import food from the United States which have uh, no restrictions on GMO. Uh, I think it's appalling. I, I, I think that the other side of it also is animal welfare. In, in, in the States, animal welfare is nothing like the high level of regard it has in, in Europe, and you know, including the UK and Ireland. And... <clears throat> um, 
if, if they're going to be allowed to import American meat and milk and butter well, full well, scale American, into Ireland... Does, into, this is not Argentinian meat comes into uh, America anyway, you know? Um, the, the we- animal welfare is a really big issue. Um, if I, for sure, I'd be vegan if I was living in the States, big time, because it's it's just pure factory farming. And would you be afraid then of American imports of food rather I, than I, food I, from the EU? I would, would definitely have concerns about that. I'm sure there's plenty of American farmers who have high welfare standards, but if you go to the supermarkets in America and look for meat, you'll find that you have to seek out meat that says antibiotic and growth hormone free meat. The reason, the fact that they have to say that on meat tells you that the rest of the meat probably has that stuff in it. And I really don't want to eat that stuff, do you know? <laughs> if I'm eating meat at all. But like I say, the other aspect is is is, is the whole intensive farming thing, which is taken to a, a different level. In Europe, you see, it's recognised that animals have to have lives worth living. And so we've got lots of measures in place to ensure that animal welfare is reasonably good. There are still issues, but compared to North America and other parts of the world, um, European animal welfare is excellent. And so... If there was a trade deal of some kind, you'd have to take that into account. Um, because if you cut corners of animal welfare, you can certainly make cheaper meat. Um, but that doesn't mean that people want to eat that. And if, if, if our politicians judge that people in this country and in the rest of Europe um, value animal welfare enough that they don't want cheap um, meat from factories, factory farms, for animals that have, have suffered to produce the meat, then um, I don't think we should be forced to, to, to have it on our, mark, on our supermarket shelves. Now we see what Theresa May uh, does today, but um, you know, and it'll reveal my concern. I, I'd be very uh, concerned about I'd, imports I, from the United States definitely. being there was a stu- on the shelves of, of the UK. And there was a study shown just when rec- recently, RSPCA did a study to show that, show that um, in the UK, 80% of the population um, with Brexit, they want there to be measures put in place to ensure that animal welfare is as good or better than it currently is. 80%. So that's the kind of level of sentiment in the populace. So if Theresa May thinks that she can just open the gates to um, cheap factory farm meat from North America, she'll not win any brownie points from the population by doing that. Okay, Pete Weatherburn, thanks. I haven't heard a word about that, by the way. I haven't read it anywhere. I'm just starting mm. a conversation about it myself. Okay. All right, thanks very much indeed, Pete. You can hear this broadcast again on Pete's website, which is petethevet.com. It's Pete Weatherburn, and you'll find him should you need him to have a chat about animals, and your animal in particular, at Bray Vet on Old Connor Road in Bray. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank, Thank you. you.